morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Friday, November the 26th. And as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. If you need to, you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, you can head on over to our website, marcustoday.com.au. You can sign up for a two-week free trial if you're not yet a member of the the Marcus Today community, but you can also read the disclaimer there. All right, well, a little bit of a quiet night last night with the US closed for Thanksgiving, and as a result, our SPY futures showing only a four-point gain, 0.05%, 7,411. Eyes on Europe, though, the stock 600 was up two points or 0.42 of a percent to 482. This is despite the coronavirus issues that are now befalled or taking hold in Europe at the moment. So those lockdowns and some restrictions and concerns about coronavirus have been hitting travel stocks in the European and UK markets, but the stock 600 still hanging in pretty good. FTSE also doing pretty well. FTSE very much a mining kind of index, very dominated by mining shares, up 0.33%, 24 points, 7,310. And the German index as well, up 0.25%, of 40 points to 15,918. So with the US closed last night, pretty quiet as well, for the oil price, uh, we had Brent crude down three cents and WTI down 36 cents. US gold also obviously closed last night. We did have iron ore down just around 3.2% yesterday, still above $100 though, 100 US dollars a ton, $3.35 down. And the Aussie dollar below 72 now, 71.88. So a bit of a fall there. Other commodities last night. As you would expect with the US markets closed, uh, in London we did see a pretty um, tepid session for metals. Uh, we had copper down 0.08%, nickel down 06 aluminium up 0.85%, zinc down 0.15%, lead up 07 and tin down 1.2%. Uh, in UK trade... For BHP, we had BHP down 0.3% and Rio down 1.1% in UK trade. Uh, The US, of course, closed last night. Here you can see the stock 600. And after a bit of a swoon, some concerns about that coronavirus. They did get some encouraging corporate results in the European markets. And as a result, we did see that European market pick back up and close slightly higher on the day. As far as major stories go, with with the US closed, the world, of course, does revolve around the US in terms of financial markets anyway, and uh, so there will be a shortened session on Friday too, so expect tomorrow, uh, well, this evening, for the US to be a quiet session as well. SPY really not doing much up those four points. Stock 600 up 0.4. We do have rising case numbers in Europe. That is the focus. Defensive stocks finding favour on the back of these COVID concerns. Bond markets, of course, in the US were closed. And the US dollar, though, money never sleeps there, was trading near a five-year high against the Japanese yen and consolidating a near 18-month high against the euro. 
As far as our market goes today, not a lot happening, and I suspect we're going to be another drifty kind of day uh, with uh, the US closed. We do have October retail sales, the much-anticipated New Zealand November consumer confidence, and we do see Chinese October industrial profits. In Europe, one of the winners and one of the things that did help the European index was Remy Quantro, jumping 13.4% to a record high. It raised its full-year profit outlook as strong demands for its premium cognac continues. Now, of course, uh, TWE, Treasury Wine Estates, is very interested in strong demand for premium products, so that may help the sentiment a little bit for Treasury Wine, TWE. So we'll wait and see how that one goes. Ten-year yields, well, obviously, with the US closed, pretty stable, 1.63%. Australia, 1.86%. Germany, minus 0.25%. Interestingly, looking at the Baltic Dry Index, the BDI, which is a measurement of the cost of shipping dry goods around the world, it has fallen around 50% from its October peak. Iron ore, very much to blame for that, which accounts for around 20-30% to 30% of the dry bulk trade. So iron ore weighing on the BDI as well. Yesterday we saw the ASX final report was out, which was a slight negative for the exchange and a slight positive for Chiex. And it did uh, also highlight the fact that uh, when the ASX went down last year, uh, that uh, brokers need to be able to switch to the Chiex market and uh, continue to trade. So slight negative for the ASX. SX, but uh, not a massive negative. I think only around 9% of their revenue actually comes from trading. Everblue's uh, Adam Blumenthal has resigned from Crespo, uh, CPH, and Kogan got hit with a second strike yesterday. And the Australian Shareholders Association has urged small shareholders not to assume the Sydney airport deal is a done deal and to uh, read the fine print and make sure that uh, their voices are heard. Also today in the newspapers, haven't seen anything official from the company, but Magnus Battery, MNS, has withdrawn its claim that it could be worth up to $10 billion on a sum of parts valuation that the company uh, was talking about at its AGM. So they've had to withdraw that because uh, it is just conjecture. Telstra could face a Papua New Guinea super tax on its new Digicel business, around 37 million bucks. And the company called Jellion, which is a UK-Australian joint venture, which is in the zinc bromide battery market, is going to be listing on the London Stock Exchange AIM market with a valuation around 285 million. Uh, They claim that their battery storage product uh, is now um, going to be a big thing and uh, it will be an alternative, I guess, to the lithium-ion battery, but maybe only for uh, home energy storage rather than uh, vehicle uh, batteries. Question of the day today, will AMP ever find a bottom? We've had yet another impairment this morning from the AMP. Will it ever find a bottom? Certainly one of the perennial underperformers, and I've written an article which is going to be in Ausbiz. Uh, for um, their close of business email that goes out, which I would strongly recommend you um, have a look at because it's a great, great um, close of business. is a fantastic podcast that they do every afternoon. And um, AMP is one of those perennial under 
performers and there's a bunch of A's that have been underperforming. So will the A&P ever find a bottom? Well, that's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Marcus Today Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas over there. It's a fantastic group, 3,500 members on that group. So even if you don't like Facebook, it's still worthwhile. Uh, It's one of the few things that I find on Facebook that is worthwhile. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, as you know, we've already spent, well, we've split our podcasts into four. So you can sign up for one, two, three, or four. The Marcus Strategy Podcast, the On The Desk Podcast, and my On The Couch Podcast, and this podcast itself, the Breakfast Briefing and the End of Day Podcast as well. But that's it from me. Thanks very much, and have a great day.